Hello and welcome to this episode of Navigating the Waters, where I'm joined again by our fabulous host, the, the founder and CEO of River VC, Stephanie McKinney. Stephanie, welcome. Hello, thank you. Welcome and everyone listening, welcome and thank you for tuning back in to the weekly episode of Navigating the Waters, where today we're going to dive into why females are a little bit more in tune to their emotional intelligence and make better investors and investees. I love that. It's such a fascinating topic. And I read your blog with interest that you wrote on this just a while ago. And I think it showed that under the Credit Suisse report, it demonstrated that I think women were going to be controlling more than two thirds of the global wealth within the next two decades which is a fascinating swing, isn't it? When we think about the fact that we struggle so wholeheartedly to balance that parity around how much funding is going into female-founded organisations. And I wondered what you think is going to be the change on that. Now we're seeing more of that wealth being controlled by women. Do you see that as helping us shift that connection? Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about it. A hundred years ago, women weren't allowed to have jobs. They weren't allowed to be in office. They weren't allowed to have their own wealth or their own source of income. And now we're not just doing that. We're doing more. We're turning back and we're helping other women bring them to the table, show them how to do investing, how to do finances and make sure that not only are we securing our future, but we're leaving a legacy for our children, for our great grandchildren to show that hundred years have passed and now we're running our own assets. We can manage our own uh, financials and we're bringing other people. And I think that's going to be the paradigm switch that we are going to control is how we bring back other people. Like this podcast I decided was because I had the first year under my belt of running river and one in every 10 of my meetings was with a woman, whether that was a woman founder or a woman investor. I found this detrimental and I kept looking and researching. I was like, this can't just be me. But it's true. Women are less into investing because it's a little bit more risky and we're more into holding it into more liquidated assets. But we are capable of returning 60% more with our investments and then also bringing more people on board because we are boisterous we are able to show people that hey this works for me let me teach you which is what navigating the waters is, is let me teach you how to do this let me show you how to do this and that's how we're going to control a lot more in the next 50 not even closer in the next coming years i love that I love the whole ethos around what we were doing with navigating the waters, which is really demystifying. Because I think one of the challenges that we face often, particularly as women, is none of us want to feel foolish. So if we don't understand something, we'll have a tendency not to get involved in it because we think perhaps that's not for us. So I think you know, with what you're doing in helping us understand the terminology, breaking it down, giving us those steps, it makes it a safer space, doesn't it, for us to learn and to see whether or not we can dip our toe in the water I guess as a as a start point exactly not just a start point a liquidated point because investing in startups are it's going to help not just yourself get your return but it's going to help whatever that founder's working on whatever if you invested in uber look how instrumental it is nowadays it's investing in the future not just in ourselves and that's what 
we as women love to do is invest in changing the world around us for the better. And I think that is going to, that mindset and that mentality is going to help us control a lot and be more financially independent and successful in, you know, distributing our wealth into other investments like startups, like real estate and helping other people do it as well, because we do love to educate. And if it works for us and we know about it and we know it from, you know, the nuts and bolts of everything that we're more likely to turn around and go show someone else how to do it. And bringing that and opening the floodgates is going to help us control a lot more in the future. I love that. You know, one of the things that we're seeing now is, and somebody once talked about it being paying it back, but I think paying it back makes it sound like we took something that wasn't ours. Somebody else used the phrase paying it forward. And I love that. It's around, you know, not saying we've not taken anything that wasn't ours, but actually we can take that knowledge, we can take that learning, we can take that experience and we can pay it forward to allow somebody else to actually learn from that and use it as their springboard to success. And, you know, I love the tips and things that you share with us in, in these that allow us to understand how we might do those. And you mentioned at the top of the show the fact that, you know, women are neuroscientifically proven actually to be more connected to the emotional side of the brain. Um, and that's one of the benefits that they bring. We've talked about this in, in some of the shows that they bring as a female founder. How do you see that playing out as a female investor? Female investors lead with their heart. They lead with not just their heart, but also facts and, and knowledge behind it because we want it to be successful. We're not just throwing money at it for it to give us our return. We actually believe in the product. And, and males too, I'm not just saying this is specifically for women, but if you believe in the product and you believe in what they're doing and you want to help in any way that you can, you're more likely to make that partnership rather than that transaction. And a lot of females investors do that. They find the ones that they believe in that they have aligned values in, that they can build an ecosystem around and they want to be able to see that company and that product and the people as well, the people behind the product, they want to see that success. So they're more in tune to, hey, can I get my monthly emails? How can I help you? What can I do? Do you need any more um, you know, connections? I can connect you to this person rather than you know, just giving that transaction. I love that because it really is about that connection, isn't it? And that's one of the things we've talked about a lot in Navigating the Waters and in the blogs, which is that not just making it a transactional relationship, but making it an actual relationship, making it a connection, thinking about not just getting the money, but what else can you get alongside the money, you know, mentorship or, or um, support with skills in areas that maybe aren't your strengths. And it sounds like, you know, that's one of the things that we foresee men and women, um, but particularly women being slightly more nurturing, often broad brush, <laughs> I appreciate, um, there's that desire isn't they to to kind of like to help to educate to train to support as well as just to see that return and also to see other people support other people to make sure that we're not holding it in we're not holding the secret sauce into you know just keeping it for ourselves we're showing other people how to do it we're saying hey i know that you're going through this i've been there before let me show you how x y and z helped me and through investors as well as through founders and being that in that community where you're open and you're 
able to ask like, hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you know if this happens, what happens after that? Having that community to build the education around the confidence is going to help every investor and every founder be successful. I mean, not every time, even if you have all the knowledge and all the confidence, are you going to be successful? But it helps to build courage and courage isn't just, you know, shying away when it's hard. It's doing it again, even through failure. So that courage and that confidence in being a founder investor and being a founder um, or a female founder investor, it's going to help enlighten your journey and show you like this doesn't work because of this and having that knowledge to show other people as well. I love that because it isn't the mistake that defines us, is it? It's what we do with that mistake. It's how we, how we, learn from it how we leverage what we've learned you know I was talking to somebody just the other day about kind of almost that agile mentality you know when we do when we use agile in the technology world <clears throat> the idea is you do the sprint and then you do the lessons learned you work out what worked what didn't work you repeat what worked and you fix what didn't work and you keep going and I think you know that seems to be how we should be operating in life in general isn't it is to go continue with the things that do well the things that don't do well look at what bit of it didn't work it's not normally all of it didn't work it will be an element that was broken that caused the ultimate failure but if we keep looking for those and iterating then we stand a chance of finding the actual solution don't we also taking a step back because you can be too close to the project to see the flaws and having a step back and say okay I was all all in on this project, but if maybe someone else gets their eyes on it, they can explain to me why it didn't work. So having that community of other people that know what you're going through or that are in the same boat as you will help you be successful from learning further the faults. I love that because that's also one of the things that you're doing with navigating the waters, isn't it? You know, we've already seen my pitch, we've seen Randy's pitch, we're about to see Gigi's pitch. And then we're going to have that session where all of us help each other out with well, what did we think? What were our opinions? What were our views? And then how could we support each other as other founders in that place trying to navigate the waters of getting to investment? Yeah. And I thought when I was building Navigating the Waters that this would be an easier way to or a more educational way to doing a pitch rather than seeing and learning from people that wanted a certain way this is what they want this is how they've seen it done this is what works but also learning how you work because what works for them may not work for you you may not want to do for example your team slide in the very beginning you may want to do it at the end and this is because you go through the whole story and having other people in the same boat rather than people that are jumping on and then getting off that is going to help the criticism and the critiques be a little bit more, okay, I can see where you're coming from on this. So I'm very excited to do our first cohort founders critiquing founders after we do Gigi's pitch. And then coming back to see, did it work? Have you raised the capital? What do you need? What else is out there that you haven't tried yet? And coming back to you, know, you Randy and Gigi and saying, what can we do? What else? We would love to hear your story. Continue throughout the series of navigating the waters. And then seeing where you guys are at the end of it, it's going to be, well, not the end because the journey is lifelong, but seeing where you are probably three months, a month into your raising. Yeah, it's going to be so fascinating. I mean, you already, 
are feeling very invested in each other because we're part of the story. You know, we've been part of sharing each other's journey to this point. So you do have that real vested interest, don't you? And saying, God, tell me how it's going. How are you getting how are you getting on and, and being um part of that supportive community? And I think they're the bits that we're seeing. I, I was talking to an investor just this morning, actually, who came up with uh, just the most fascinating uh, um, piece around listening being a superpower. And so I'm just looking down because I actually wrote it down because it was it was uh, so profound what he said. He was talking about the fact that when you're listening to somebody, whatever that is, whatever it is you're listening, whether you're listening to a pitch, whether you're just listening in a conversation, if you can try and listen to them, with the same joy and concentration that a child listens to a story, then actually you'll really hear what's going on and you'll really create a connection. And you, the term you used, which I loved, was you lose yourself in the listening because you're, you're so invested in what's being being said. And, and it really struck home with me because of the conversations we've been having about you, know, your pitch deck being your story and Actually, how you pull it together is you, know, you are the author. You are the one that's creating your story. So I love that piece you've just talked about saying you know, put the slide where you want the slide to be because it makes sense in your story. Um, because that's going to be how you have more confidence in delivering that story, isn't it? Exactly. And I think it's important for the storytellers, for the founders to be able to tell a story because... I don't know, growing up, you had your mom or your dad, whoever you wanted to tell your story. And maybe it's because your mom was more involved and she did more voices and your dad was more like, this is the three little bears. So having that ability to tell a story and to tell your company through and through is something that the founders need to have. And then the listeners, the people that are investing, they need to listen. They need to be immersed in the conversation, not just on their phone. I know virtually it's hard because you get distracted there's emails up you have another um slide going but to be there in the moment listening is very important as an investor because you may say okay well when's their slide coming up but just just scratch what you think that you know about other pitches and how their slides are supposed to be and just be involved in that story now because if you're not having these thoughts or you're having other thoughts about it, you need to push them away and be involved with the person that's on the screen because they're giving you the time of day, you're giving them the time of the day. Turn your phone off, turn your email notifications off and just be there in the moment for them. I love that. Just be present, isn't it? You know, so really making the most of the moment that we're in because that's when we learn the most. And, you know, I'm trying really hard at the moment to suspend judgment and swap it for curiosity so when I find myself being judging okay, well, I don't think that's right or I, I think that's right um asking what just trying to suspend that and go well actually I never thought of that so could you tell me more could you help me understand because I wouldn't have thought of that as a conclusion but also being more curious with myself why do I think I'm right and that wrong or why do I think this versus that so that you kind of open your thinking almost more to be able to learn something which I think works whether you're the investor or the person seeking investment doesn't it exactly and to bring it back to you know raising or being a child you point to a cloud and you're like that's a dinosaur or that's a dragon and the other person's like no that's a cumulus cloud obviously but you're not seeing it you need to take your goggles off put theirs on and see it through their eyes because that's how you're going to be able to be fully invested 
in that person, in their product, in their company is when you take yourself out of your shoes and put them in yours. I love that. That's just brought to, to mind uh, a moment with my little girl, actually. So her best friend is a couple of years older. And the minute she gets into imagination space, it's like, she's wrong, Kim, isn't she? I'm mean, like, she's just pretending, love. She's using her imagination. And that's a good thing. Like, you know, we should embrace it more rather than be telling ourselves so quickly that actually, no, we've all got to look at it the same way. We've all got to look at the door and say it's a door. It's like, what would happen if we decided it wasn't a door and it was a something else? What might it be? You know, it could be the opening to another world. But when we get creative, that's when we get more excited, isn't it? It gets more interesting. Exactly. And that comes by the person telling the story, by the pitch deck, by how they're presenting themselves, how they're pitching it to you. If they gave you information, how they're preceding the information with more facts with more in depth on the on the product on the concept so the storyteller needs to be able to convince that person that that door is not a door anymore but now it's a slide into another world with facts with knowledge with passion and i think passion is what is going to help a lot of founders get their pitch deck across because you can have anyone read your slides but if you're not, you know, like your mom telling the story, if you're not boisterous, if you don't play the parts, if you don't do this, then the kid's not going to believe you and the investor is not going to believe you either. Absolutely. And almost no matter how many times you've read that story, you know, you when you think about your kid's favorite story, you read it a thousand times, but you've got to put the same energy, the same enthusiasm, the same emotion into every one of those as if it's the first time you've ever read it. And I guess... That was something you shared with me once when I was talking about the pitch was pretend it's the first time. Make sure it's like you've got that same passion as if it was from day one. So. So with that, the storytelling and the listening, I feel and there's facts behind it, but females are a little bit better and a little bit more in tune to their emotional intelligence, like we said in the beginning to understand how to present a pitch, to understand how to listen and how to be fully engaged in that. And that's why they make more return on their product and they make better and more financially sound investments is because we're in tuned to the person that's presenting or we're in tuned to the person that's telling the story or we're listening to the person that's on the other screen and we can see that they're scrolling through other emails and they're not giving you the time of the day. So like, even if they do give you a check, they might decline because the relationship is not what they want it to be and their values don't line up. I think that's great and such great advice isn't it? To, to make sure that we are really connecting. And I love the piece that you mentioned about, you know, somebody might give you a check, but you might not want it because actually if they've not demonstrated that they were interested, that they were connected, that they were listening, then actually what are they going to be like when they're investing in you as an organisation? And that's a real tell for us as someone seeking investment i know we could chat all day but i'm very conscious of our listeners um and making sure that we keep these you know timely and relevant i know in our next one that are coming up you know we're also going to be delving into things like the stock market we've got gigi's um pitch and also that founders one which i'm really looking forward to um but thank you yet again for sharing your knowledge sharing your advice and sharing your experience as a female founded VC, which it must be really quite rare. It is small, not rare, but it is not the majority. But it is nice when you do get to see other VCs and other female investors and other female founders that we have that 
unforeseen, unforeseen bond before we even know, you know, who they are, what they do. But um, thank you for everyone listening and everyone, please subscribe as we are going to continue through Kim and Randy and Gigi's pitch as our first founder cohort of Navigating the Waters. We also have blogs on every episode that we do, so you can have more detail, more articles attached to it. Um, Please subscribe and share so other people out there can get educated, get informed investing, and then have their questions answered and follow us as we continue throughout the journey of navigating the water. So thank you, Kim, for joining and thank you everyone else. Thanks so much.